What's up, guys? We're back here with episode two of the Sawyer Talk Sports podcast. Last week, you you just had me, your host, and this week we got a what I have the pleasure to call a good friend of mine and a pitcher from the University of North Alabama, Jake Laws. Laws, how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Man, I'm blessed to be alive. Uh, we'll, we'll jump right into it, man. So, you know, if, if you're not familiar with the podcast, those listening or laws, you know, this podcast is focused on athletes and their stories, you know, how you got into sports and just learning the athlete more than the person on the field. So, like, for you, who, like, how did you get started in sports, period? You know, baseball, basketball, whatever it was. Who, who really got you into that? Uh, I guess it was really my, my parents. I mean, all of my friends, we just kind of grew up playing everything. But I guess when I was really young, my dad got me out in the backyard and we would throw baseball and shoot basketball and all kinds of stuff. Just get me going, really. Yeah, you, I mean, and you you sound a lot like me. You know, it's kind of dad getting you out there and getting you into it and kind of sharing his love for it, I guess. And yeah, that's that's just special. It's a special bond. I know it was for me and my dad. And, you know, knowing your dad, I know – that he enjoyed watching you play ball about as much as anything in the world. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I know, you know, personally knowing you, you played mul- multiple sports growing up. You know, I remember playing basketball against you, playing baseball against you at Loretta. But, you know, and I know you're playing just baseball now, but did you have a favorite growing up or did you kind of like them equally? Uh, I enjoyed both of them a lot, but I'd probably have to say uh, baseball is probably my favorite one. Yeah, and – Folks, you know, whoever's listening, I'd say he was, he was pretty good at both, but I'd have to give him the edge on the baseball, you know, seeing being a left-handed hitter and seeing Degum 6-6, you know, just a big lefty, that that was no fun. Um, well, let, let's dive into, did you have a favorite player growing up, either sport, you know, baseball, basketball? Uh, I grew up a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. I was just a huge fan of Derek Jeter. Got to respect it. And I, I'm not a Yankees guy myself, but I did like Jeter. Go Braves. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, you played high school ball at Loretta. And, you know, from what I can remember, ba- Loretta baseball has always been really solid. So can you kind of reflect on your time at Loretta starting, you know, freshman year? And did you play a lot and just kind of go through the years like that? Oh, yeah. Baseball at Loretta was a lot of fun. Uh, well, my freshman year, we had a lot of older guys, juniors and seniors. So I got – I got a little bit of playing time, but it was just kind of getting all of our feet wet. Where when that those two classes graduated, it was all us. And Coach Lamb did a really good job with that. And there was we just knew it was expected of us and knew what was possible to be done. Now, like as you kind of progressed through high school, you know, you talked about your freshman year, you were kind of just getting in here and there. You had a bunch of older guys, and then I was kind of the same way. You know, my freshman year, we had quite a few older guys, and then my sophomore year, I was kind of I won't, I won't say forced into it, but I knew I had to take a step up. How did you deal with that? Did you kind of embrace it or did it take a little bit of time to really uh, get that? You know, you had to step up. You know, there wasn't any upperclassmen to kind of, you know, do what you needed to do now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of – I'm not going to say like – I mean, it was exciting for us because we knew – Coach Land pretty much did a good job, and we knew ourselves like what was expected of us. And then, because after those two classes, that they were juniors and seniors my freshman year. After those two classes graduated, it was I think we had one, one or two guys in the class ahead of me. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of knew because we'd all, you know, we'd all been to, together for 
10 years. And we just knew we had to step up and fill our shoes. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but your senior year, I think, our senior year, did y'all win the state that year? We did. Okay. Then, like, I never got to experience that. But, like, you know, being a senior, winning the state championship, did y'all make the state final your junior year? Uh, we got beat by Scott's Hill in the semifinal game. Okay, okay. I knew y'all made it deep your junior year, but I wasn't for sure. But going back to, you know, senior year, you just won a state championship. I mean, that's – it's the last ride. There's no better way to go out. So, you know, you're happy that you just won a state championship. But at the – you know, also, you, your high school career is over. So, you know, can you kind of go into – was it mixed emotions for you or was it just joy or how did you feel after that? Well, I know, like, my story is a little different than the two other seniors that were – graduating with me like I was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to come on to the college level and play where those two guys were not well one of them was but he went to Lane Drive went to Freed Hardeman but the I mean it was it was a lot of joy for me but then again it was kind of like it was kind of weird and I was never gonna be able to play with that group of guys that I've been playing with since I was nine yeah and uh no you you just spoke on a little bit of you got the chance to play after high school and, you know, I know you're UNA now, but did you have any any looks from anywhere else or anywhere else that you had interest in? Or can you kind of go into that a little bit? Oh, yeah. I had a few other schools show interest and talk to me quite a bit, but never really any big offers or anything. And then UNA came along and just offered me, and I really enjoyed, like, the campus and everything about it. And, I mean, with Florence, it's probably the same way with you. I mean, it's 30, 35 minutes back home so it's as far away as I want to be from home but if I want to go back and sleep in my own bed it's 35 minutes up the road yeah yeah I know for me I mean I, I hit the trace and it's 35 minutes from home and you know I know if your mom's anything like mine she's always worried about what her baby boy's doing oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you know it's always nice you know like you said being able to just go back home kind of whenever and yeah. uh, I love the city of Florence I don't know about you oh, yeah. Um, yeah I really enjoy the city of Florence so, like, since you've been at UNA, you know, you graduated high school in 17. What's it been like? What was it like going from the high school level to the collegiate level? Was there any major difference? Oh, yeah, a ton of them. <laughs> can, can you kind of go into that a little more? Yeah, I mean, school-wise, it's a lot more work, a lot, a lot more about time management and all that stuff. But, I mean, just the baseball level, I mean – there was, there was a lot of good hitters and teams in high school, but it's a whole different story in college. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, just the the district we played in or the level that we played on in high school, you know, 1A, you don't see many guys throwing over 85. Well, now in college, you see all kinds of guys from everywhere throwing 85 and guys that can hit it too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and especially in District 12A, you know, where we played, you could pretty much blow an 85-mile-an-hour fastball right by anybody. Well, now you've got to really get your locations, your off-speed stuff's got to be going. So, as a pitcher, what's the biggest thing you had to learn going from small 1A ball to, you know, the D1 level now? Oh, yeah. I mean, you kind of touched on it, being able to blow 85 by guys and then getting up here. Well, it was actually – like the third weekend of the, of the fall of my freshman year, we had an alumni game. And I came into pitch, and it was like a 40-year-old man hitting off of me. And I was like, well, I'm just going to groove a, groove a little two-seam bond. And he probably hit that thing 400 feet. 
And I and I walked off the field, and our pitching coach was like, "Yeah, can't be leaving stuff over the plate." And then, like the next day, I found out. No, it was that right after the game. He's another guy came up to me. He was a sophomore my freshman year. He was like, "Hey, don't worry, he hit two off of us last year." <laughs> I mean, just that, but I mean, really, just being more refined on all your pitches. Mm -hmm. Being able to lead anything over the plate because hitters at this level, they'll make you pay for your mistakes. Yeah, and you know, uh, obviously, you know, UNA baseball, you, when you think of that, you, you have to think of Josh Willingham. You know, the hitting facility is called the Josh Willingham hitting facility, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So, like, having a guy like that around, and I'm pretty sure he still lives in the Florence area. Does mm -hmm. he ever, you know, stop by and maybe give a, give a few points here and there? Oh yeah, he'll he'll stop by pretty frequently actually. Uh, well, last year we started right before COVID shut down. It was like a, I think it was called the first pitch dinner, mm -hmm. and he was he was the guest speaker, and he's just he's been pretty good for the program. That's awesome, you know, and you hope that you know all the alumni, no matter you know how good they were, they can hang around, and you know this is your senior year, if I'm not mistaken. It is. You know, and which do you have that extra year because of COVID? Did they do that for y'all too? Yes, they they do. So you know, you hope that you know you're successful on the field, but also you know after your time, you can come back and be a mentor and you know help the guys that are after you. Because I mean, I know for me, for our high school team, I try to do that as much as I can, and just feels like it it helps a kid out. You know, kind of chasing their dreams or whatever. But yeah. so uh, I know. I believe it was your freshman year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all went to Ole Miss and beat Ole Miss. But am, am I right? That was sophomore year. Sophomore year. Okay. That was we were D two my freshman year, and then we moved up to D one my sophomore year. Okay, but you know, going to a SEC school and Ole Miss, they're always you know pretty pretty stout when it comes to baseball. I mean, what was the feeling in you know during the game? Well, let's just go to before the game. Like, what was the coaches, you know, what were they kind of telling y'all? Uh, they were just kind of saying, come out here. It's going to be a unique atmosphere. Enjoy the moment and just have fun. Right. And, and, and during the game, you know, in a, was it not a high-scoring game, a pretty high-scoring game with the final one up being like 10-6 or something like that? It was. We kind of jumped out. I think it was first three innings. We jumped up on them 6-1, like 6-2 six six maybe. And we just told ourselves just keep just keep pounding away, keep going, and don't let up. But I, I believe it was 10-6 final score. And, you know, just during the game and after, I can only imagine that, you know, being a D2 or D1, newly D1 school, playing an SEC school. And, you know, the SEC, it's the big boys in baseball. I mean, just about anything, but especially baseball. I mean, right now they have four of the top five teams in the country. Mm -hmm. But, you know – that had to be like a landmark win, uh, just a historic win for the UNA program. So how did it feel to be a part of something like that? And just how did you kind of react to it when it, when it was happening after it was over? Oh, it, it was awesome. I mean, we weren't doubting ourselves, but we knew, we knew Ole Miss was a good team. We were going to have some trouble with them. But when, at this level, you really can't say it's over till it's over. Yeah. And there in the, there in the last few innings, we were all, kind of getting a little bit excited. We just had to keep telling ourselves, hey, it's it's not over. We got two or three innings left. And then that game, that that win ended up being like a, a turning point for us. Yeah. We struggled a little bit from the beginning of the season until then. And then we kind of – they kind of got us going a little bit. And uh, 
you know, and you said that was your sophomore year, you know, junior season kind of got shut down. Did y'all get to play before COVID shut everything down? Uh, we had 16 games. We got we got to play 16 games. Okay. So now, you know, this year you're finally getting to play. You're coming off COVID. How did it feel just to get get back, you know, get back into the swing of things? Oh, it felt really good. I mean, we, we left mid-March last spring and then didn't really see any of the teammates or any of the guys until first week of August. So, I mean, it was just nice getting everybody back, the, the returners, the seeing new faces, all that. But I, it was really good to get that first game started and see fans in the stands and all that stuff. And you've got a high school teammate there, Jacob James. He's, what, a sophomore this year? He's a COVID sophomore. How's it, like, knowing he was going there, and I'm sure you might have known before anybody else, you know, I'm sure you were in his ear about coming to UNA, but how does it, you know, having a guy from high school that you've played ball with for so long being with you at the collegiate level now? Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, me and him had talked back and forth about it before he committed and signed here, but, I mean, it's, it's really nice having somebody else from the hometown and just kind of being able to take him under his wing his first year here and just get him settled in. All right, Laws. So, you know, it's the question that I want to ask all my guests, but if you had to pick one memory or just one game, whatever, during your time, whether it be basketball, baseball, whatever, what's the one that really sticks out to you? Probably your favorite. Uh, I'd have to say winning the state championship my senior year. Well, you know, that's not a bad one for the favorite. Yeah. I don't guess. Yeah, uh, that was just one thing, you know, you dream of growing up as a kid. And then coming into, I mean, junior year, we got our feet wet. And then senior year all around, we just knew we could do it. We just had to get out there and play the best ball we could for how many ever games. And we, we accomplished it. And it was, it was a great feeling. And for anybody not familiar with Loretta baseball, these cats were legit. I mean, I got to see them two or three times a year. They were good, folks. Now, that, that, was, that was no joke of a state championship. But uh, one more question for you, Laws, and I'll let you get out of here. You know, baseball for me, it taught me a lot, sports in general. You know, it taught me humility, gave me a lot of good friends. I mean, you, for example. I mean, we played together when we were, what, 14 years old, and we've been friends ever since. Oh, yeah. So, for you, what has baseball taught you or what has it meant to you? Uh, it's it's taught me multiple lessons. I mean, humility, just discipline, being making all kinds of friendships, new friendships. I mean, I'm sure you're the same way, but I got I've got friendships all over the place. Oh yeah. Especially through summer ball, getting up into college, going to Paducah, Kentucky my freshman year. I mean, it's it's been a great game with many lessons learned from it. Well, folks, that's all we got. Laws, man, I really appreciate it. Uh y'all are right in the middle of a season. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, you know, folks, if you can go go watch a UNA baseball game, I'm sure it's a good time. I'm trying to get out there myself, but That'll conclude the second episode of the Sawyer Talk Sports Podcast. And don't forget, you know, you can find us on any major podcast directory, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Um, you can find the links to every episode on my social media pages. Uh, Twitter, it's Turbo underscore Sawyer. Facebook, it's just Sawyer Turbo. And Instagram, let me find that real quick. It's just Sawyer Turnbo, no spaces, no caps or anything. But, again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Laws, thank you. Thanks and that's all we've got for this week, folks.